Mesechas Demai Perik Vav Mishnah Yud Aleph 611. This mission now returns to the halachas of Demai and talks about the halachas of Demai with respect to a region called Surya. Now, Surya approximates modern day Syria, it's the land to the north of Israel, and Surya does not have, however, a status like Israel, meaning the fruit that grows in Surya is not liable to the tithes. Uh, However, they are Midorabon. The backstory there is that David Melech, King David, took possession of Surya. Um, however, when he did take possession of Surya, it was prior to the completion of the conquering of Israel proper. And therefore, for halachic reasons, the Surya territory doesn't have the status of being an extension of Eretz Israel proper. And therefore, Midoraisa, there's no obligations to tie the produce that grows in Surya. However, Midurabanan, um, just the same way there's rabbinic requirements to tithe produce that comes from Bavel, etc., there's also requirements Midurabanan to tithe produce that grew in the possession of a Jew in Surya. Now, to understand this mission, you have to understand that for whatever reasons, which I cannot say, most produce sold in Surya doesn't come from Surya. It, it comes from uh, either non-Jews growing in Surya or from outside of Surya. Either case, that means that the majority of the food supply is uh, exempt from tithes. So that would mean that under normal circumstances, if you go to the Shuk in Surya, you find a Jewish merchant, you purchase produce from him, it would be exempt from tithing because you can assume that the source of that produce is a non-Jewish farmer in Surya or even more likely um, from somewhere outside of Surya exempt from tithes. That's the assumption. Now, this Mishnah actually turns out to be quite a fundamental Mishnah um, that has applications and implications far beyond Mesechus Demai. Um, and here you'll see it inside. So the Mishnah says, Hamocher Peros Basuria. If there's a Jew and he's selling produce in Surya, and the purchaser, he tells the purchaser of Amar, Mishel Eretz Yisrolhen, he volunteers, the salesman volunteers to the purchaser that this produce comes from Eretz Yisrael, meaning, and therefore it is not the kind of food that would be exempt from tithes. Rather, it is obligated in tithes. And therefore, Chayv Laser, the purchaser who's a Jew, must now tithe the food that he purchases from this Jewish salesperson in Surya because he was advised that the source of the food is Eretz Yisrael. What happens now, says the Mishnah, if the salesman says, on the one hand, he, he fesses up, he puts the purchaser notice they came from Eretz Yisrael, but then he also says, Mu'usarnhen, but not to worry, says the salesman, because they've already been tithed. Now, in a normal circumstance, we say if the salesman's an Amha'aretz, which is what's the assumption over here, so he has, like we've seen throughout the Masechta, no Ne'amanas with regards to tithing, meaning just because the salesman says it's tithe, we have to assume it's Demai and not tithe and get the Trumas Meiser and Kedushas Meiser Shani out. Um, but here, we say Ne'aman. Surprisingly, perhaps, we say that here in Surya, in this particular case, the salesman is believed that the perils who came, that he says came from Eretz Yisrael have been tithed. And therefore, the purchaser does not need to tithe them again, doesn't have a status of demai. Why would that be? Because as the Mishnah says, Shehapesha Asr Huapesha Hitter, which literally means the mouth that causes the prohibition is the very mouth that releases that prohibition. What's the idea here? So there's two basic explanations about the lambdas behind what it means to Pesha Asr. This Pesha Asr principle applies in many places in Shas, um, but the, the lambdas is either A, since 
the source of information, the person who put the information on the table is this, in this case, the, the Jewish salesman in Surya. So he has like proprietary rights. He has like violence ownership over the information. And that being the case, it's like his information to define however he wants. And if, and he has that authority and authorization legally. And therefore, if he says the information that he brings to the table is this is Protus from Eretz Israel, but he also says it's tied Protus from Eretz Israel. So then he is authorized legally to qualify that information however he sees fit, and he, he believed as such. Um, meaning, of course, that if for whatever reason he wasn't the sole source of this information, he didn't have like proprietary ownership over it, so to speak, um, as we'll see in a minute in the Mishnah, so then he doesn't have a Pesha Asr status, meaning that just because he said it, he has no Neamanas. We'll see more in a second about that. The other um, approach to the Lambda's fine Pesha Asr is that the Pesha Asr principle is an extension of what's called Migo, Migo is when it shows up throughout Shas. Literally, the word Migo means since, um, as in the context of since I could have told you a much more plausible lie, but I didn't, so believe me now that I'm telling you the truth. Um, the idea of, of Migo is, therefore, that um, although what I'm saying has some implication you might not otherwise, let's call it like, um, or trust, you can trust what I'm saying here because I could have foisted upon you a much more plausible uh, story that would have a different implication if I if I so wanted. Meaning in this case, um, the salesman could have said nothing and it would have been assumed that it's exempt from tithes because it comes from Surya. So now he went and said, you know what, it's from Eretz Yisrael, which he didn't have to say. Um, but since he volunteered that information and he you know didn't have to, so he has increased credibility to the point that now um, he's in his words are believed to qualify his new story, his story here, and say that it comes from Eretz Yisrael, but that they've been tied, right? So we should believe him because he could have said nothing at all, and then similarly we wouldn't have to tie this produce. Okay, whatever the case is, we say here, the salesman in Surya is a Pesha Asahu, a Pesha Hitter, and therefore he can be believed if he says the parents are from Eretz Yisrael, but they've been tied. Similarly, the Mishnah says, Mishalihain, if the person in Surya says, not that they come from Eretz Yisrael, but that they come from my farm here in Surya. And as we said in Midr Rabbanan, Paris that grows under the auspices and ownership of a Jew in Surya are also obligated to be tithed. So he's saying, you might have thought these are exempt from tithes, but no, they're not exempt from tithes because they grow in my field and my field is owned by a Jew. Chayv Laser. So therefore the purchaser has to believe him, take him with face value, and of course um, tithe this, this produce because it grew under the ownership of a Jew in Surya. However, if he says, they are mine, but Musarnhen, they did grow in my field here in Surya, but I've tithed them, they've been tithed, and therefore you don't need to tithe them. Again, he's an Amart and normally wouldn't have Ne'emanus, but here, again, Ne'eman, he is believed for the same reason as the previous case, Shepesha Asar, Huapesha Hitter. It's the same mouth that forbids and then permits, meaning the same mouth that says it's liable to tithing, but then says, but it has been tithed already, and therefore he's believed for the same one of the two lambdas as we said before. However, says the Mishnah, if it was known already, if it's public knowledge, that this salesman owns a field in Surya, so then he's not the one who's bringing this new information to the table. Either the shot is, he doesn't have like proprietary rights over the fact that he owns a field in Surya because it's known already, and therefore he hasn't got the rights, so to speak, to define that information about the fruit coming from Surya any way he wants. Rather, since he told us nothing new, so to speak, or nothing that we couldn't have found out, he has no Ne'emanus, and therefore we can't believe him, and therefore Chayv La'aser, one must tithe the food that he 
the purchaser must tie the food that he purchases from this salesman in Syria, even though the salesman said that it came on his from his farm in Syria, but it's been tithed since we could have found out it came from his farm in Syria already. He can't therefore define that it's been tithed. He has on them on us. Um, similarly, if we're going with the Migo Lumdus, so he couldn't have told, so to speak, a better lie because the lie would have gotten out that he, if he would have said, you know, this, this has nothing to do with tithing because it comes from Syria and nothing to do with me, a Jewish owner. Um, it'll come out later on. He has a field in Syria and people know that he's a liar, etc. So he couldn't have foisted on a better lie. And similarly, therefore, if that's Alumnus, he doesn't have a Pesha Asahu, Pesha Hitter status. And therefore, even if he swears that it was tithed, he's a good old fashioned arts, like the rest of the Masechta. And what you buy from him is Demai, it must be tithed.